Hello everyone, welcome back to the third episode of Insights. It's so lovely to have you here again with me today, even though today's episode is a little bit late. There was some news from this weekend that kind of knocked us off of our feet, but instead of compartmentalizing it, I decided to just feel all the emotions, assess what I was feeling, and observe the thoughts running through my head. And now I can confidently say that, you know, it's just time to move forward and bounce back stronger. But today I want to talk to you about something different. Today I want to talk to you about dancing to your own rhythm and how that will help you live a fulfilling and meaningful life. You've definitely heard of the term, march to the beat of your own drum, but I think I resonate more with the phrase, dance to your own rhythm. No, I know I resonate more with it, because I love dancing so much. You know, it's freeing, and it's raw, and it's powerful, and there's just something so attractive with allowing your body to move to however it wants to. And, you know, and in those moments, it feels like, for me anyway, that you are 100% in touch with your soul. You know, I actually don't believe that anyone could ever hate dancing. I mean, they may not like being watched whilst dancing. They may not like their movements because they think that, you know, it's conventionally good. But I know that everyone loves it. Why? Just plainly from the fact that it feels good. I mean, even if you tell me that you have two left feet, I bet you still find your body moving when you hear a beat that resonates with you. Move at your own pace, dance to your own rhythm, march to the beat of your own drum, you know, those are all so beautiful phrases and we hear it everywhere we read about it we see it on movies they've even made books about it but how many of us get distracted by other people's rhythm i know you have i have too i mean who hasn't and it's completely fine because Living in this world and trying to focus on your own whilst other people's rhythm are playing, it's hard. It's truly distracting and a lot of the times you find yourself thinking, ooh, their rhythm sounds so much better than mine. You know, maybe I can dance to this. Maybe it'll be more me. Or maybe it'll make me happy. And then you actually start dancing to it. And it might even feel good at the start because it's different, it's unfamiliar. And we as humans, we find something so exhilarating with the unknown. But over time, you start thinking, oh, something feels off. It doesn't feel quite right. It doesn't feel natural. But you ignore that feeling in the long run anyway. You try and you try. And you know, 
you think let me get used to this let me feel my way around it keep going at it in that phase and that over time will wear you down you know deep within you that it's not for you and by the time you actually get back to your own rhythm you have a hard time trying to find it you'll have a hard time moving to it do you see what i'm saying here we look at other people's lives as an example of how we should live ours particularly successful people and who can blame them successful people they don't really show the hard work behind it i mean they couldn't because no one would be interested but we live it as if they've got the blueprint for a successful and meaningful lives and it's so amplified you know we get so distracted social media has definitely amplified other people's rhythm to the point that we start to forget ours we do it every day we scroll on facebook on instagram and we see these people living their best lives and you know as humans we are innately curious to a fault we love anything that perks up our interest and when we see someone doing so well we want to imitate their journey to their success and in this day and age where instant gratification is the thing and everyone's practicing it everyone's doing it it is so hard to dance to your own rhythm when you see people completely abandoning theirs in the favor of being instantly successful instantly having more money fewer and fewer of us are finding the beauty in the process of things finding the beauty in the journey I'm not saying that you can't be inspired by other people's rhythm. I think it's a beautiful thing to turn around and be inspired by someone because them inspiring you means that you can do it too. However, a lot of the times we kind of lose the plot a bit and we feel jealous instead. We feel envious that we haven't made it yet. They're already there and we haven't barely done anything and that jealousy is so dangerous because it completely tunes out your rhythm it throws you off it makes you want something that is not yours listen you are on your own path take inspiration from people yes but never ever desire to be in their place because that is not your place to be you are meant to be exactly where you are right now with purpose so stay there with grace work hard and appreciate the process this is where the importance of a tribe comes in and it actually reminds me of my salsa and rueda lessons back in the uk i used to take it two hours every week with my good friends and basically Rueda is a dance that you can dance with up to 20 or even more people 
it's rooted in salsa, if I'm not mistaken, and there's a lot of complicated moves. But the general gist of it is that you all stand in a circle and um, there's routines that you have to do quite complicated ones too and the ladies would switch up partners. But anyway, the main thing here is you are all hearing the same music. You are all dancing to the same rhythm. And although everyone dances to the same music, everyone kind of adds their own groove to it, their own spice to it, you know? And that's how we should all live, surrounded by people who hear a similar rhythm as we do. Someone with similar values, principles and beliefs, because this will allow you to move together with grace. You know, I really think when people say that they love your vibe, I think that's us realizing that we've just met someone who we can dance with, someone that we can add onto our tribe. And that's why I love working with different people, because I get to know what their rhythm is like, and I get to choose who I want to dance with, who I want in my life. This is why I think it's so important to be surrounded with people who have a similar rhythm as you do, because you can both move to it gracefully, without resistance and without conflict. Alright, how many of you here have tried vibing with a person and clearly they just aren't compatible with you? Like you try, you meet up so many times and you really want to like this person, but it just does not work. You know, you try to make it work, you both try to force each other to change, but you're left depleted of your energy because you're just not in sync. Let's say the other person's rhythm is slow and mellow, whereas yours, you're like a you're like an EDM beat, you know, <laughs> and you try to adjust to each other's needs and it just doesn't work out. Or even worse, how many of you have completely muted out your own rhythm? Can you imagine playing your most favorite music in your room, right, and you're, and you're vibing and your eyes are closed and you're just belting out the lyrics, you're jumping around, you're swaying your body, and then someone comes in and then just shuts it off. Like, how would you react to that? Oh my god, I would bloody well rage. <laughs> I'm sorry for the language. Like, listen, no one comes between me and my music. Like, mm, no one. <laughs> so why are we okay with doing this to ourselves? When did we become okay with the fact that completely changing ourselves just to accommodate others is fine? Are we doing it for peace, for comfort, for that genuine connection that we truly crave with someone? This reminds me actually of a friend of mine who I was talking to a few weeks ago and he was having difficulty with his current relationship and he feels a bit of pressure to settle down and do all the adult stuff 
finding a partner, settling down, moving in together, working, finding a stable job, generating a stable income and all of that. And he knew within himself that that is just not him. In a way, he was having a crisis because he's a very strong personality, okay? Like, I look up to him so much. I love this person so much. We've been friends for over 12, 14 years now. I don't know. It's been that long. And I, I've always admired him. He could just walk into any room and he could command their attention. That's how charismatic he is. I remember one time we were out shopping and then he would just walk in the shop and be like, oh, can I have this? Can I have that? Not in a rude way, you know, not in a really demanding diva way, but just he knows what he wants out of life. He's always been like that. If he wants to go somewhere, he'd just go. He'd just up and go. I remember one time he just traveled Indochina. He traveled in Italy, I forgot, yeah, he went to Italy as well, when he was uh, in freshman college, I think, but he's that type of person, but he is turning himself down, he is slowing down his rhythm to accommodate for what society wants him to be, also to accommodate for the needs of his partner. And while I agree that People need to compromise to make any type of relationship work. This is very different. Because you are not just compromising. You are completely tuning yourself out just so you can stay with that person. And don't you think that in time, you will end up resenting them? You'll end up resenting them for the opportunities that you didn't take in order to be with them. And that will be completely unfair for them too. This is why I think everyone should just be unapologetically themselves. Because the people who likes you and loves you and wants to be with you will naturally gravitate towards you. Because you are hearing the same rhythm. Whereas the others that don't want to be can just walk away and make space for those who do. No one is worth muting your own rhythm out for. Let me say that again. No one is worth muting your rhythm out for. That is a dishonor to yourself. Do not let other people's rhythm define the path that you want to take in life. If you're a young person who doesn't want to go straight to uni and would rather experience life outside for a bit, then do it. There's no shame in that. I started uni when I was 21, and honestly, it was the best decision that I had made for myself, because I knew what I wanted. And I entered the education system with a renewed perspective that has allowed me to thrive in my academic life. Or let's say you're someone who wants to propel themselves in continuous learning and education, then do it. You know, keep the momentum going. Go for that undergraduate degree. Go and get your master's, your doctorate. Or if you're someone who doesn't want anything to do with studying anymore and would rather work 
your way up on the career ladder and work on your skills or even develop your own business, do that. You see, the thing is, you have to sit yourself down and define what success means to you. You can't have great success without being true to yourself. Success on someone else's term isn't really success, to be honest with you, and neither is success against your own values. You see, this is why one of the primary reasons why money doesn't always bring happiness is that money can prevent people from being their true selves, especially if it's not handled induced in the right way. Wanting to be successful just to gloat is a complete disaster too. I'm not saying you can't flex your success, but doing it in a way that is spiteful, like being smug about it, it will instantly feel malicious and unfulfilling. You have to define what is successful for you on your own terms. The moment you take into account external factors on your definition of success will be the moment that you will lose control. But Ali, what about wanting to be successful for your family or your loved one or your children? For me, that is completely fine because you are connected to your family. You are a part of them. I'm a family-centered person myself. I love my family to bits and they are my constant source of inspiration. The kind of extrinsic factor that I'm talking about here are the things that you believe success can deliver. You know, whether it's physical goods like money, cars, handbags, whatever, or the feeling that you've made it, or thinking that you'll be free from worry or stress, these are all externalized projections about what a successful lifestyle will bring you. When you make decisions based on an external motivator, it's so much easier to second-guess yourself. Motivation that comes from within is a lot more sustainable, powerful, and grounding. And after you've defined what success truly means for you, you've got to live that and you've got to earn it. I think that that is exactly when people say live your truth, that is exactly what you mean. You must stick to the process and you have to keep dancing to your own rhythm. Be patient, take pride in the small steps that you take each day and practice self-compassion when things do not go according to plan. That's it for today's episode of Insights. Thank you all so much for tuning in and being with me here today. Blessings to your journey, everyone. Keep safe and live well.